You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, good evening. This is Mike. This is Kevin. And we're calling you from the Who Gives a Damn studios here in Altoona, Iowa. No, we're in Des Moines, actually. Oh, that's right. We're in Des Moines. We crossed yes. the line. We're on the other side of the line. We're in Des Moines. Did they throw us out of Altoona? Or did uh, we voluntarily? I, well, we thought we were moving to Altoona. And then we got here and they said, no, you're in Des Moines. We're out there. You're in Des Moines. Son of a gun. Okay. Well, in either case, um, we're here to try and bamboozle you and confuse you. And uh, I spent last week down in Uvalde, Texas with Continental General Tire at the Proving Grounds. And man, is that a busy place. Yeah. They're spending lots and lots of money updating it. And Continental is now moving all of their testing down their uh, motorcycles and cars and semis and off-road. And that place was almost abandoned two years ago. And now, busy. Wow, crazy. Yeah. Good so, anyway, had a good time with those folks. And now we're up here. We're going to try to answer some questions. So, if you have a question or comment, doesn't matter to us which one, push one on your phone dial. That will put you up in the queue so we know you have a question. If you push it twice, as I've told you in the past, it'll erase you from the universe and you need a copy of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy to find your way back. And before you'll be able to find your way back, you have to know what the answer to the ultimate question is. Toe in. It is? That's the, the most important. I thought it was 42. Mm, no, that's the old version. That's the old version. Oh, toe in. Toe okay, in. well, whatever you say. We do have a couple of questions up there. We do. Hopefully uh, we'll get more, because if we don't, I'm going to start singing. Yeah. Um, and that is never pleasant. First call is from the area code of 563. Do we have any idea where 563 is? Missouri. You're guessing Missouri? <laughs> it's Iowa. 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 I didn't know we had a 563 area code Must in Iowa. Be on the east side. Could be. All right. Uh, are they in Iowa? Uh, probably not. With all the rain, they'd be better off someplace else. <laughs> they, were, they were motivated to leave. We're crazy. drowning them right out. Okay, let's click it and find out what's going on in Iowa. All right. Hello there. Hello, Hello. I'm in sunny Florida. I'm in sunny Florida. Good for you, because it's, <laughs> it's flooding out up here. We're just getting t- dumped on. So what's I've up? Got a, uh, I got a 20, uh, uh, 2004 Freightliner Columbia. Mm-hmm. And um, just in the last day or two, when I'm loaded heavy mm-hmm. and it's hot, now if it's cool mm-hmm. like the other day in the rain, it didn't do it, I'm mm-hmm. getting a popping noise from the front end. Um, like if I, especially at low speeds, if I turn the steering wheel to the right or to the left, there'll be a pop. And then when you bring her back straight, it goes away. I have no idea what that is. Kevin, do you have any ideas? I've got ideas. You got ideas? I've got guesses. You got guesses? Guesses. I personally think it's the muffler clutch. Muffler clutch. Mm -hmm. I'm not not inclined. You don't agree with that? No. Okay, give me me an idea. Give me an idea. Oh, it's it's either blanker fluid. 
could be. Or it's the pins on the rear end of the front uh, springs. Yep. <clears throat> Having too much gap between the actual spring and the, and the shackle. And, and when you turn, it snaps one way and you get a pop. When you turn the other way, it snaps back the other way and you get a pop. Right. It's pretty, it's very typical. Uh, like Freightliners. Uh, Freightliners. And yeah. I don't recall the other one. Peter Cars. Peter Cars. Peter Cars. Peter Cars. The, uh, the simple solution is... There are two shackles that come from the frame bracket down to the tail end of your front leash spring. And if you loosen the bolts that hold it clamped on just a little bit, and then you get yourself a big C-clamp, and you squeeze them together as much as you can, and then tighten the bolts up again, usually it'll make the pop go away for a while, which will confirm that that's the spot. Right. Then when it comes back again, as the plates get pushed away, you can put a jack between the leaf spring and the frame and jack it and take the pressure off the leaf spring, take the outboard shackle plate off, tap the inboard with a hammer so you push it all the way out, and then fit washers on there, put the plates back on so there's no gap that won't pop anymore. Right. You got that? I've got her. All right. Did that make that's sense? That's what I thought it was. Yeah, it does. That's what I thought it was. Right. The most important thing to know is whether you fix that or not, it's not a problem. It doesn't affect the alignment. It doesn't affect, it will affect handling slightly. Typically, when you get the snap and pop sound, you also, if you're driving in the slow lane and the road is crowned to the right and the, and the shackle plates are pushed all the way to the left, when you cross the crown and change lanes, It'll feel like the truck lunges when that thing shifts over. Right. No, that's what it's doing. No, okay. Just fix the shackle plates, put some washers in there, and you're done with it. Okay. All Thank right. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. You have a good day and drive safe. Thank you for calling. Yeah, you too. All right. Yeah, but bye. <clears throat> okay. Well, very good. I was going to An take Iowa a guy. moment to ask you what was going on with the uh, with uh, you and the world this week, but uh, we got too many calls coming in. So well, we do we have some through. calls, but I was having a good time in the world down there in Texas. You are, you know, we sure. were we were cruising, and and um, and and uh, I got nothing else. I got nothing else. <laughs> they have a big track to go around and around. They have an eight mile oval. Eight mile oval. Plus, they have dirt tracks, off road tracks. S shaped tracks, motorcycle tracks. I got to imagine with an eight mile oval Uh when the crowd shows up and fills in the stands all around it. That's, that's just a lot, lot of people. What stands? (laughs) Same (laughs) stands. Well, you know, we've got a, we've got a seven eighths oval over there in Newton. Yeah. But, 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 but that's a different program. This one here, the only spectators they get here is when the when the Braceros or the or, or the Mexicans come north of the border and they get to that track, they stand there with their thumb out, and occasionally guys will pick them up and they'll drive them around the track all night long and then drop them off in the same spot. <laughs> Whatever. About two hours later. Yeah, at least. All right. Okay. Uh, we got one in a four two three area code. Four two three. What's your guess? Three. You got a guess? Uh, I'm going to guess Colorado. Boy, you're way off. Tennessee. 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 Skinny little state. Long but thin. Is he still in Tennessee? Um, You know, if he's going north and south, it's probably not. How many is he's going to? Let's find out. All right. Hello, Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee. East Tennessee, but I'm in Kentucky. 
Good. See, I got. I was right. I was right. Cool. And he did go north. Cool. What's up, man? Uh, not much. Hey, I just kind of want to get a, I guess, a back to the basics rundown of your example of adjusting a wheel bearing on a drive cool. and steers on a truck. And it, and is it in those the books that you guys are selling? No, it's not in the books. Okay. We have to keep some secrets. Otherwise, <laughs> we got nothing. Um, keep us holding on, huh? Yes, we got to. Okay, uh, are you going to adjust the bearings with the wheels hanging on the hub or with the wheels off of the hub? Wheels off the hub. Okay, so you strip it down, you got a bare hub, you tear it apart, you do whatever you're going to do, you slip the hub back on, you put the outer bearing in, you put the adjustment nut on, you spin the hub and you torque it into like 200 foot-pounds to make sure everything's seated, okay? Then you back it off one turn. Then you spin the hub and you torque it into 25 foot-pounds and leave it. Put the jam nut and the lock nut on, you're done. Yeah, jam, don't just put the jam, jam the jam nut on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so torque it to 25 foot-pounds? Mm-hmm. That's the last set, right. And torque the, the outer set. nut. Mm-hmm. Torque the outer of the jam nut to at least 50. Don't back it off. Yeah, don't now, that's assuming, that's assuming you got a double nut. That's assuming right. you got a double nut and that you yeah. do not have a sleeve yeah, assembly. Okay, good. So that's yeah, standard deal. And in fact, this 200 foot pounds is kind of bogus, too. If you just use a big brake bar and you spin the hub until you tighten it down where it doesn't want to turn, that's tight enough, and then you back it off. Come into 25, put your washers, you jam that on, you're done. That 25 foot pounds, is that good for drive and steer axles? Any that's place enough. where you have a bare hub. Right. Anywhere where we go. Okay. I had a word. Appreciate it. Very good. Take it easy, bud. Thanks for calling. Yep. Two. All right. Kentucky. Tennessee. But he was in Kentucky. Kentucky. Yes. Right. Okay. Short distance, north to south. uh, 678. 678. 678 is an area code Georgia, it's the opposite side of the country. Georgia. Well, so I was close in global terms. Global night, except for the very China opposite oceans. So some old sweet song keeps Georgia. Okay. You know, we said you would sing oh, if there weren't questions. But I love that song. <laughs> well, then let somebody else. All right, let's find out if this guy's in Georgia. <laughs> All right. I bet he's not. Okay. I bet he is. Okay. All right. Hello, Georgia. Yeah. What's happening, guys? Yes, I'm from Georgia. I'm not in Georgia. I'm in Kentucky right now, though. Yeah, we got two guys in Kentucky. This is, they're going to have a convention. All right. We got the whole <laughs> state of Kentucky. College. Wow. What's up? Um, I spoke to you guys uh, last week about the uh, shaking I had, and you told me that I had to get the okay. bearings on my drive axles adjusted. And I, had it. I took it to the mechanic, mm-hmm. and he was like, well, if they were bad or needed adjusting, they would be leaking. So uh, <laughs> that be the case. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> just just because the green seal manufacturers keep making seals that will stand up to guys misadjusting the bearing doesn't mean the bearing's tight. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, 20, 30 years ago, uh, that was a semi-good indication because if it was loose, then it would tear the seal. But uh, within the last 10, 15 years, the seal manufacturers have really improved their products so that they don't tear as easily. So you still have a new spool bearing. Yeah. Now, 
Did you just hear us telling the other fellow how to tighten bearings? Yeah. Yeah, I heard. Oh, with a bear hug. Okay. Now, is there any chance you're going to want to do this yourself, or you're going to go to somebody else? No, I'm going to go to the shop. I don't. I'm not All that right. mechanically inclined. I'm mechanically inclined, but not that far. All right. Then, I, then I'll tell you what. When you get to the shop, and the guy says, "What the hell are you talking about, son?" You tell him to call us. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we'll be glad to talk okay. him through it, and 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 we will remind him that. The customer is always right. Start, yeah, I mean, <laughs> why didn't he want to charge you money to adjust the bearings? Yeah, right. So our number, you got you got something to write down with? Oh, I have y'all some. I have y'all number. All right, good. Just call the office at the 800 number, and we'll be glad to talk this fellow through it, and he can say, you guys are crazy, and then we'll tell him, okay, what you do is you go have the customer sign a waiver saying, well, I'm adjusting this the way you want it, even though I think he's crazy, and then he'll set him up, and that should take care of it. Yep. And, uh, I have another question. So if they go to adjust it, will I need a new seal? No, no. The seal's not leaking, just adjust the bearing up. Now, what you may have to do, okay. do you have intermittent ABS brake lights coming on? Say that again. Do your ABS brake lights periodically come on? No, they don't. Well, okay. no, that's for the trailer, but it's nothing to do with the truck. Okay, all right. Um, sometimes when you adjust the bearing, they have to reset the ABS sensors. Okay? Okay. But other than that, a bit of wavering has caused it to move the sensor out of the way. And then when you tighten the bearing up, then, uh, then it has a full-time coat. Right. But other than that, no, you shouldn't need anything. Just tighten the bearings up. Right. Okay. And then the next question is, do Boy, three is there any alignment on trailers? Um, <laughs> yes, there's a way to align trailers in our way. Yeah, we, we do that. And that there you got to... Consider why you're doing it. Now, you've already said you have uh, ABS issues on your trailer already. Uh, I wouldn't call it ABS issues. Uh, you know, every time, every now and then when I press the brakes, the ABS light comes on on the, on the dashboard, but that's about it. So that could be loose wheel bearings causing that on the trailer. Yes. And that's that just very what? common. Loose wheel bearings on the trailer. And uh, that was wheel, the, wheel the likely cause. Loose wheel bearings, right? The, the, the likely cause okay. of tire wear, yeah. Loose wheel bearings on the trailer are just like they are on the drives, uh, and the likely cause of uh, of uh, a perception of an alignment issue on a trailer is tire wear, and almost always on the trailer, the tire wear issues are coming from the wheel bearings. Yeah, tighten up the wheel bearings; it solves the ABS problem, and it should solve your tire wear problem, right? Okay, yeah, I do have tire wear problems. Well, I thought it was the alignment. And is it on the inside edge of the inside tire in your trailer? Uh, for the most part, yes. Yeah, that sounds like wheel bearings. Right. If 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 it's if it starts from one side of an axle and then goes to the other on the right side of the axle outside, say, and then the inside axle of uh, side of the other side of the same axle, if it's if it's just pushing the entire axle sideways. That can be an alignment issue, but uh, the tire wear issues that start from the inside edge of all the axles—that's that's a mechanical issue, and it's probably the wheel bearing. Right. So I need to have those adjusted too. Correct. Yep. Oh, okay. All right. I appreciate you guys. Okay, we're going to charge you for three 
questions. questions. Yeah. The bill will be in the mail. Uh, in the mail. Right. We know that's right where to mail it. <laughs> you have a good day. All right. All right. Bye. Thank you. Okay. We we tripled up on that one. We got to charge yeah. for three questions. Three questions. How, How much are we charging? <laughs> Do you have any idea? Why, um, uh, three times what we charge. He was in Kentucky. He was in Kentucky. He can send us a case of whiskey. A case of, well, yeah, that's that was cover all of them. Three cases of whiskey. Three cases of whiskey. Three questions. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm there. All right. Okay. I'll be waiting for that. Sure. Hold your breath. Uh-huh. 201 over your code. 201. What is 201? 201. 201 is... 201 is 201. Illinois. Joyzy. Jersey. Okay. Joyzy. Maybe um, this is Chris Christie in Jersey. No, he ain't in Jersey. Is he still stuck in Friday's? Uh, Probably in Friday's traffic. Five o'clock traffic. Let's find out. All right. Click the button. The button is. Hello, going. Jersey. All right, Chris Christie again. How are you guys doing? All right, glad to hear from you. What's up? Uh, listen. Finally, finally got warm enough to start working on the truck. Um, mm-hmm. I'm getting a vibration in my steering wheel, but it feels like it's only at when I hold the top of the steering wheel. That's where it's to work. Any ideas mm-hmm. where I could uh, where I could start? Okay, well let's let's back up and talk about the vibration. Is your steering wheel jumping up and down or twitching left to right? Uh, if I have my palm on the top, it's really fast up and down, like like rumbling almost. Ah, so we got an up and down, not a side to side twitch. Cool. Okay. And what speed will it do it at? Uh, most like most of the time, it's um, higher speeds, like maybe you know sixty five, sixty. Okay. It starts around like forty five, where it's really you know it's, I mean, it feels like I'm getting a massage on my hand. But that but forty five is it twitching side to side or up and down? Oh, no, it's like up and down. So it's up and down the whole time. Okay. And it's, yeah. it starts at 45 and it really gets bad up around 65? Yeah. No. Okay, what are you using for balance? Uh, just the regular, um, you know, lead weights that they stick on. Spin the wheel up. Okay. Did this do it? Is it only doing it with this set of tires or did it do it with another set? Uh, well, I mean, this set of tires has about uh, 20,000 miles on it. Um, and has it done know, it the whole like time? It got after I got these tires on. Okay, here's here's what my gut is telling me. When when the toe is wrong or when balance is wrong, the vibration tends to be side to side. But if the rim is not mounted centered on the hub so that the tire is jumping up and down, it can make the steering wheel go up and down. Waka, waka, waka. So I would be inclined... um, Go ahead. I have those those centering... um, Lug nuts, true balance. Okay, so you got those. So the rim should be in the center. The question is, is the drum in the center? So you're, you're quite... Okay, either way, what we're talking about is a significant imbalance. It would be imbalance up and down, right? right. I mean, if the rim is going to... By the way, they got 20,000 miles on them. What brand and type of tire are they? 
it's a Firestone. I don't know the model. It's um, that's okay. That's okay. Firestone's a good tire. That's a good tire. Don't worry about that. Um, what I would what I would be interested in doing is jacking up the front end, spinning the tire with your hand, and looking at the top of the tire to see if something's going up and down or side to side. Right. And I think it's going to be up and down, not side to side. Right. Right. Maybe the issue here is a mismatch. Mm-hmm. Either that, or do you guys think maybe the Jersey potholes caused this? Oh, absolutely, they caused it. Whether you need to pay for it or not is another question. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I hit a couple potholes, really deep potholes. Really um, I don't know. I've been with this truck ever since I got it almost two years ago. I've been battling with vibration issues. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like everywhere I go, no, nobody can, can diagnose it, really. Well, there's a lot of different vibrations. The one you just described to us led us a certain direction based on the symptoms you gave us. Right. There are other vibrations that will lead me someplace else. So we have to talk about each vibration as we, as we come up on it. What year is this truck? 2001. An old one. 16 years old. It's got, it's got reason to be creaky and cranky. It's an old, old thing. Right. Yeah. Right. But it can be fixed. And when you, you know, just as an addition to this, when you do jack it up and you do spin the tire, put your hand on the brake chamber and see if the. Yeah, let's see if the bearing's really good. Because if the bearings yeah. are starting to pit, when you spin the wheel fast and you put your hand on the air brake chamber, you'll feel the vibration and tell you it's a bad bearing. Yeah, and it won't be nice. And I mean, if, if, it, if it doesn't, if you don't feel anything in the brake chamber at all, everything's fine. If you, hear, if you just feel a little rumble, Yep. Okay. Now, now, would you guys be able to tell me, like, let's say I'm, I'm go, I'm driving, right, and I have my foot on the gas, and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm pulling, I'm, I'm gaining speed, mm-hmm. but when I let go of the gas pedal and I'm almost coasting, mm-hmm. that's when I get the worst vibrations. That's is that a driveline issue? Well, do you feel it in the steering wheel or in your feet in the seat? Uh, I, mean, I feel it. I also in the feel seat. it. I mean, the, the, the steering wheel is there, whether I'm, I, I you know, right, the steering wheel right. is vibrating, whether I'm. Yeah, we're talking about the acceleration vibration now. And, and when you let go, you feel that in your seat and feet, right? Yeah, mostly in the feet, though. Okay, that's a driveline vibration. Right. Now, remember, drivelines can be anywhere from the rear tires to the rear hubs, the drive uh, axles, the, the, tr- the drive shafts, the bearings. Uh, the carrier bearing, the clutch, uh, all of that stuff is driveline. And the universal joints, when you let off the throttle and you get that vibration, uh, that really the first thing you got to check is all your universal joints in the drivelines. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, with an 01 Freightliner, you also have to have your bearings tightened about every 100 to 150,000 miles. Yeah, but that well, one not a bearing vibration. Oh, it's Peterbilt. It's a Peter car. It's still the same thing. Same thing. Um, but I, I, I my first instinct when you talk about letting off the throttle and feeling the vibration, my first instinct is drive is universal joints and drive shafts. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's getting warmer now, so I'll start um I'll start playing around with it a little bit on the weekends. Awesome. Awesome. Right. Well, call us if you have anything when you're in the middle of it, okay? Yeah. Thank you guys. You guys do a great job. Thank you. I appreciate it. We try. It. You bet. Bye bye. All right. Thanks for calling. 
Okay, great that was, question. That was Chris Christie from New Jersey. Yes. Are yes, we settling into his new career? You didn't know he was a truck driver, did you? Well, he wasn't before. But he is now. Yeah. Yes, he is. Okay. He got involved in some kind of traffic issue. So decided to become a truck driver. I don't have anything to do with it. 917 area code. 917. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I've been so wrong for so long. Virginia. New York. New York. Well, I'm on the right. New Jersey, New York. It's another new state. Yes, really near each other. Is yeah. he in New York? Oh, uh, no. Not no. if he's smart. No. Let's find out. All righty. Hello, New York. Hey, Mike and Kevin. Thanks for taking my call. No, I live You're in Florida. Welcome. Now he's in Florida. Smart man. Well, I don't know that that's a smarter choice. <laughs> hey, oh, well, Florida um, it is. Uh, two questions I have. Um, first question. Um, I plan on doing the wheel bearing on the stair axle uh, coming up this summer here, uh, including all the new brakes and everything I'll be putting in there. Would okay. I need to redo my alignment once I do that? You should check the toe. That's yeah. the only thing that needs to be done. Okay. Well, you can I check that on here. Yeah, I am going to be getting it done at Modern International, so there should be a okay. that there when they're done. Yes, that, that should be part of the job. No big deal. Okay, great, great. Um, uh, second second question. Um, can you guys talk a little bit more about the videos you have on your website, uh, cost, how to get them, and uh, how much videos you guys have up there right now? Okay. Yeah. I think we got 23 videos. I believe that's right. The longest one, I think, is almost an hour. They vary down to 15 or 20 minutes. Right. Um, you go to the website, you go into a products tab, then you tap on video library, you put in your email address and create your own password so you create an account. Okay. Then you can look down the list of videos, and if you pick one you want to watch, it'll cost you $10 to watch it. But once okay. you pay the $10, you can watch it as many times as you want for two weeks. Okay, so cool. Uh, Two-week, $10 rental. Oh, great, great. Okay. And, and if you don't like them, we don't want to hear about it. <laughs> well, no, you can I, yeah, you can make suggestions. We might make more. All right, uh, uh, one other question. I just thought about something while, while I'm on the line here. Now, the <laughs> truck um, is a '99 Freightliner FLD, and as far as I know, it has 1.7 million miles on it. Now, none of these bearings was ever changed on them. Um, do you guys recommend I go ahead and change all them out? I recommend if it ain't broke, you don't fix it. But you better find out if it's broke. <laughs> but while it's well, modeling well, and they're doing work, they can check things and see if they look good or not. Right. Well, well, that's the thing about it. I do a lot of dedicated work, and I, I have my time I take off, a week off, a block at a time. So I like mm-hmm. to schedule things and get them done then at that time instead of getting it done on the side of the road. Okay. It's much cheaper, and it just got a peace of mind for me. Well, if that's worth it to you, then fix them. Okay. Because at 1.7, they don't owe you anything. Yeah. Yeah, if you, if you don't, you, know, you may as well. <laughs> yeah, and out of that 1.7, I got 1.2 out of them owning the truck. So, yeah. Yes. Okay, no problems. Yeah. 
Okay, all right. Thanks, guys. You better have a good night. Life's safe. All right, thank you. Bye. Okay, that was cool. All right. A New Yorker who lives in Florida. All right, that's right. All right. All right. We got a couple more questions. A couple more questions. And then I get about a half hour. We've actually torn through some questions in a half hour. Oklahoma, where the wind comes with. Are you saying that because you think that's where 570 is? I have no idea. Uh, What's your guess? I am going to guess that 570 is Minnesota. Pennsylvania. You really suck. Uh, I'm off sometimes. Who cares? All right. Is he in Pennsylvania? Is he in Pennsylvania? Uh, yeah. So far, everybody tonight has been out of the state they're supposed to be in, so this one we're going to guess he's in. He's in, right. All right? Statistically, it's in our favor. Let's see. <laughs> because but because every one of these is just like a coin flip. Being That's in right. and out of state is really right. just a 50-50 chance. That's right. It's always a 50-50. Okay. Let's see. Hello, Pennsylvania. Hello. Are you there? Right. Hello there. Out of the out state. Of the state. Yeah, Everybody's out of the state. Yeah, we can hear you. Cool. Hey, hey I just had a quick question. Um, okay. On a steer tire the, from the inside rib, mm-hmm. right from the groove towards mm-hmm. the outside of the tire, it's wearing just in like a six-inch spot. What causes that? Mm. So just in one rib... Yeah. On the inside. About a six-inch spot on the inside of the driver's tire. Yeah, it's like wearing from the groove out, you know. It's wearing down closer to the groove. If you you laid your hand flat on that tire, palm down, a little pressure on it, and slid your hand across the tire toward the frame and then pull it back out, is it sharp one way, smooth the other? Nice and smooth. No, it's nice and smooth both ways. Both ways, okay. Um, and how, just, how old are these rims? Yeah. I don't know. I would say probably the age of the truck, so and five years. Okay. Five years. That's not old. But wait, I'm just having a little trouble picturing the groove and the outside. Are you saying just on the decoupler groove? No, the, from the decoupler into the main rip. So decoupler it toward the toward the uh, center of the tire part, portion of the tire. Yeah. Um, the first, there's two things that come to my mind right off the bat when you've got one spot like that. One is a balance problem, and the other is a bent rim. Mm-hmm. And the inside part of a steer axle rim is where it bends because the the outer portion has the big center part of the wheel holding it stiff and the inner part is the unsupported bell of the rim so what i would do is i would jack that tire up off the ground i would spin the wheel real fast and look over the top of the tire at the rim and while it's spinning fast see if that rim is dipping in at, at right at that spot where the cup is and if it is you got a bent rim Oh, and if not, it'd be easy enough. Yeah, but if if the rim is not bent, then I'm balanced. Right. Now, what are you doing for balance? Uh, I don't know. The tires are on it when I bought the truck, so I don't know if there's equal in it or anything. So I don't know on that issue. Yeah, it could be anything. Okay, so I would first I'd check the rim, and then I would check the balance. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Hey, another quick question. I put wheel seals and brakes on the one 
the back axle on both both axles on one side. Mm-hmm. In the front didn't have that, but the back one has that cone inside, so I guess it's okay. so you don't over tighten wheel bearings. Can you throw that okay. cone out? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's not to, that's not yeah. The the purpose of the cone is to preset the bearing, but you have to have matched bearings to match the cone. If you put new bearings in, they don't match the cone, you should throw the damn cone away. Right. And what's what's this with presetting a bearing? Well, it makes sure that you adjust it the easy way. If the adjusting, adjusting the easy way, meaning that uh, the the uh, if you don't have that spacer in there, then what what is happening inside that? Well, you push the two bearings together as you tighten the nut, and if you push the bearings together, it lifts and centers the cone of the hub on the bearings properly. Now, most people tighten it up, and then they back it off a quarter turn, which means you left the damn thing loose, and now you're going to tires you're going to cup, and you're going to have all kinds of problems with it. When it. Well, okay, but why is it a problem if it's loose? Why isn't it a problem? Why is it? Oh, because everything flops around, and your grease seals leak, and your brake shoes wear crooked, your tires cup on the inside edge close to the frame, and you get a vibration that shakes and stops and shakes and stops and shakes. Well, you're, you're, they're only saying it's a quarter of a turn loose. I mean, it yeah, a quarter turn is 21 thousandths, and they're supposed to be less than five thousandths. Right, I understand that, but when it's one quarter turn loose, mm-hmm. you couldn't possibly have that problem that day. True. Why not? Well, I mean... When you when you left the shop and they tightened the bearings and they did the whole thing and they backed off a quarter turn, it was fine that day. It seemed like was. it was fine. No, yeah. just give it time. Doesn't have, well, why, time why does it have to give it time? Give it time to build up. Now, did did, did you replace the bearings or did you basically replace the bearings? No, I just pulled it out and put new wheel seals on it when I put brakes on it because they were a little. Okay, so you, so you you did the work, mm-hmm. right? Yes. I, okay. Yep. And you, but I put and you that said, cone back in that one because I wasn't sure if I was allowed to just throw it out. <laughs> I wanted okay. to just adjust okay. it properly, but now how do you did you adjust the bearing if you had the cone in there? I just tightened it right down as tight as it could go, and it still that's spun good. pretty free. Oh yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Now how uh, did it you almost adjust... acted like it was still pretty loose. Yeah. How did you adjust the but, other axle that didn't have the cone? Two hundred, and then I I didn't torque it. I torqued it back down to the thirty pounds. I didn't do twenty five like you guys were just saying a little bit ago. I did thirty. That's okay. Did you have the wheels and drums on when you made that torque, or was the hub empty? Just the hub. Okay, thirty's fine. Yeah, thirty's fine. That's, five pounds, one way. Yeah, we're, we're on the light side. I, I know guys that take most to fifty all the time, and it, mm-hmm. and it worked great. So. I got no problem with what you did on the front one, and and if the the rear one hasn't burned up the bearings because the spacer was too short, then I wouldn't worry about it either. Right. Okay. Right. Now, is it possible that they don't get tight enough with that cone in there? Yes, that is the one possibility. It, it felt like it well, spun pretty darn the other real free, a lot freer than it should mm-hmm. have to me. Mm-hmm. But I can't tighten it anymore. <laughs> Okay, now you got your own shop. You got your own tools that you can work with, right? Yeah, yeah. I just wasn't sure if I was. Okay, let me tell you how to check it. Take that right out. Yeah, you can, but let me tell you how to check it without taking it apart. You get back to your shop, jack up that wheel position, leave the other side on the ground, make sure the brakes release, trucks out of gear, 
take a tire iron and slip it under the outside of that tire and then put a socket down on the ground to act as a fulcrum and then push down on the tire and it'll pop straight up on the tire and if it's loose, it'll go clunk, clunk, clunk. Okay, you'll be able to feel it. Oh, feel it and hear it. If you don't feel it or hear it, forget about it. It's good. Right. Right. Okay. And the, and the thing, I appreciate that. All right. And the, and now the thing that I was in, I'm kind of getting at here is that uh, without with the spacer in place, if it is just a hair loose uh, with the spacer in place, it shouldn't get looser. No, it will get looser because you can't go against the spacer. Because the, the point of the spacer is that uh, clamping the the bearing sets to the spacer prevents. The assembly from creeping loose. Yeah, it's not going to creep loose. Without the spacer there, the problem that everybody has, especially if you back it off a quarter turn, is that you have given the entire assembly the space it needs to creep loose. Yeah. Too much movement. So, you know, over the millions of rotations that it has as it goes down the road. Okay. All right. I just thought it was for so people didn't over-tighten them is all I thought it was for. <laughs> that's, ex- that's exactly what it was designed as. There was a fellow joined the automotive industry when the aerodynamic aerodynamic <laughs> industry the planes the jet people went out of business because the cold war was over and this engineer left the jet engine stuff and went into cars and trucks and he says why are you guys adjusting the bearings like this he says when we build a jet engine we have this big long shaft we slip a, a turbine blade on there we put a spacer between it and the next blade, and we slip another one and another one and another one, and all these little spacers in here. And at the end, we just tighten a big nut down to 5,000 foot-pounds, and those turbines spin thousands of revolutions per minute for a long time. He says, why don't we put spacers between the bearings? And it makes it easier to adjust. It's a more stable adjustment. Everything's cool. So they introduced that in about 1998, and it works just fine. But the trick is that if you change the bearings and the bearings or the races are wider or thinner than the previous set, then the spacer is the wrong thickness. Right. Oh. And if, if the bearings were too thin, then that would mean you're over-tightening it, and that's a real problem. Yeah, but then it wouldn't turn. You then tighten you it down and it wouldn't turn. You know you had a problem. Okay? Well, oh, okay, I appreciate that. All righty, buddy. You have yourself a good day. Yep. You too. Right, bye. Okay, we have been at this how long? Oh, Forever? 40 minutes. 40 minutes. Okay. We got 20 left. We got 20 left. And one collar. And we got one. We had one. Yeah, we still got one. We got one collar. I see him right there. Two, three, one. Two, three, one, just. I, it looks familiar. It's not one, two, three. No, it's not. And it's not three, two, one. No. It's two, three, one. And it's not four, two, three. It's so two, give me a two, state. Three, one. Two three one is going to be California. You really are screwing up today. That was Michigan. 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 Okay, let's see what he's got in Michigan. And I don't Hello, think he's there. Michigan. Well, now we have Michigan? more people with questions or comments. Is he in Michigan? No. Well, he's more likely to be in Michigan than he's anybody gone. else in any other state. He's out of the state. Because you can't drive north or east or west, really, from most of Michigan. Yeah, you gotta you get into water then. Right. Okay, he went south. Well, I'm going to say he's still in there trying to get out. Okay. Hello, Hello Michigan. Michigan. Hello, can you hear me? We can hear you just fine. Oh, good. This is uh, not really a tire question, but uh, 
once in a while I'm not paying attention and I gotta hit the brakes kinda hard, it pulls to the left really fast. That's not good. You hit the brake and it pulls oh, to the left. Well, the first, the first thing we need to do is make sure all your slack adjusters are adjusted right. Mm-hmm. If that's right. okay, then you got to check to see if you have the same brake uh, traction is the word pretties I'll use. Let's say on the right side, you get a little oil on the brake, and it's not gripping as well, and the left brake is pulling to the left because it's biting better. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a okay. possibility. Third yeah. possibility is that there's something wrong in the suspension, either in the rear end or in the front end, that when you step on the brake, the axles are physically shifting to the left because the bushings are gone. Okay. Right. So that would, that would, I'm trying to think this through, that would likely be a problem on the right side? No, the left side. Well, left side. Be left side, because the axles go back. Pushes back. Right. Okay. You go to the left. Yeah, so how old a truck is this? It's a 98. Okay. What make? Peterbilt. Peter Carr. Okay. You could also have you could also have a front leaf spring that's collapsing. Right. When you step on the brakes and the right shifts to the front of the truck, and if the left leaf spring is collapsing, that'll cause well, you to collapse too. Cause the steering wheel to turn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you, you want to... If you got that low leaf suspension, it can be deceptive from the outside. Yeah, you won't be able to see the bushings are gone. Right. In the rear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not the low leaf suspension, but but how will I check that? You can stick a pry bar in from the back side of the hanger on top of the leaf spring and you can put a put a bar or something down to act as a fulcrum and you push down on your pry bar and if the leaf spring and the bushing go and move up and down in the hanger, well, that's pretty much it. It's gone. Okay. Okay. Yes. I appreciate it. I'm glad I called. Not a problem, yeah. buddy. All right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. You drive safe. Bye. Thanks for calling. Right. Right. Be blessed. Okay. Right. Michigan. Well, we're in two more calls. We got a couple more calls. They don't want to hear me sing. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> 602. Nice caller, 602. What do we got? What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? What do we have? Next door neighbor. All right, Arizona. Is he still in Arizona? Yes, because the weather's great in Arizona right now. Every place else, it sucks. Every place else sucks. It's you want to be in Arizona. Let's see what Arizona is. Hello, Arizona. How you doing? We're great. How you doing? Uh, the weather was great when I left. Oh, you're gone. When you left. What'd you do? Go to Hawaii? <laughs> Hawaii. <laughs> uh, my, Texas. Texas? I was in Texas all last week. Yeah. Well, that's why I stayed out. <laughs> where, were you at? where were you at in Texas? I am um, between Anthony and El Paso. Oh, out there. Yeah, I was in Uvalde. Yeah, I'm Knew who? I was in Uvalde. It's okay. south of San Antonio. I don't know where that's, that's 90 miles oh, straight Brunsville. west of San Antonio. Yeah. New Bronzeville. Well, no, Uvalde. Okay. You're there? That's, it's 90 <laughs> I miles. I a question. Go ahead. <laughs> I, 
My question is, because if not, I'm going to send you X from out here in Arizona back to you. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, He's got an X in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to send them for, okay. Right. You I know. Keep Everybody's X's. got them. I don't want them. No. <laughs> hey, um, if you got the rims and wheels on your uh, hub when you're adjusting the burns, you go mm-hmm. to 200, and then then what do you do if they're on there? I'm in the are, we talking, the torque. are we talking about a steer axle or a drive axle? Either or. Both, and matter of fact. Steer axle, I would go to 30. Steer axle, I would go to 35 foot-pounds because I have a single tire up there. Right. Okay. Drive axles and trailers with duels, I go to 75 foot-pounds. Right. And in both 75. of those cases, yep, yeah, in both of those cases, I mean, if you're, when we say tighten it up to 200, that's to seat the assembly because it's new. If you've already got the wheels and drums and everything on it, it's probably not new, and you probably don't need to torque it to 200. Yeah, you don't have to pre-seat it, then. You just snug it up. Right. Snug it up to 75. Correct. I'll drive with the wheels and drums in place. Okay. Uh, Just out of curiosity for grins and giggles, because I wanted to know, because I uh, think I need to check my trailer. Well, now you know. And in order to check your trailer, all you got to do is jack up one side of the axle, make sure the brakes release, grab the top of the tire with both hands, and give it a shove and a pull like you're trying to rip the tire off. And if it goes clunk, clunk, you're loose. If it doesn't, you're not. Okay. Got y'all right. By the way, very good, buddy. You have a good day. I was going to ask, is this, is this, do you suspect you need a bearing issue because you have that wear on the inside edge well, of the inside dual? I yes, I do on the trailer, but I don't recall if I had them checked by uh, uh, Arizona Laser down there in Fe- uh, Peoria, mm-hmm. whatever the heck they at now. Right, uh, right, eight. right. Yeah, if you and asked that, him to yeah. check him, who did check him? Now, is this a Hendrickson suspension on your trailer? It's the one with the uh, heavy axle that likes to flex. Come to think the of big it, axle. I hadn't fixed it. Yeah, the, yeah, big, the, big the axle. six inch axle. Yeah, well, that'll look just like wheel bearings. It does, but you know, it, it's worse if you have loose wheel bearings. So yeah, we're yeah, you got to adjust them at some point. Okay, but I put it's on a roll off trailer, and there's a lot of weight on the yep. one axle in the back. So yep. whenever you're dumping it or anything, picking it up or doing mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okie dokie. Thanks, y'all. All Have right. a great day. That makes sense. You do the same. You too. Thanks for calling. Oh, my exes live in Texas. You know, we got to pay somebody now. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> in Texas. Okay, 716 area code. That's so familiar. It is. I'm going to say Minnesota. Huh? Minnesota. New York. New York. New York, my friend, is in New York. Okay, is he in New York? No, he's not in New York. He's in Florida. He's in Florida. All the New Yorkers went to Florida. All of them went. All of them left New York. All of them left New York, went to Florida. All right. Well, let's uh, see what they have to say. Click the button. Hello, Hello, New York. York. Hello. And yes, I am still in New York. You are in New York. Uh, The first one we ever got that's in the state. Okay. 
Are you in New York because they wouldn't let you out? <laughs> Chris, what's your one yeah, phone you call? Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the what's up? He's that way. Okay. Mm. Okay, so I called up? you a couple weeks ago about a uh, 2005 Kenworth with yeah, we wear on these steer tires. Mm-hmm. And my left steer tire is wearing from the inside towards the out. Right. Um, there is no feathering to it. It's just, you know, just abnormal wear. Mm-hmm. Um, we also talked a little bit about the different uh, shims and stuff that you can put in there or that should be in it. Right. Well, I've had a good chance to look at my suspension. And I'm going to describe it to you as best as I can, as quick as I can. So if you have somebody yeah. else to get in the phone. Yeah, a little more weight. Yeah, we'll be fine. Okay. Okay. But the as the spring is built from the bottom up, it has the axle. Mm-hmm. And then it has then it has the shock, uh, like a shock plate that the shock yep. mounts to. Yep. Mm-hmm. On the right on the right side, I have a spacer. Mm-hmm. And then I have the two leaves of the spring. Okay. And then I have two. Then I have two more spacers. Yep. And then the then I'm going to say the crown to to, to catch the uh, uh, bolt. Yep. Yep. That's right. Now on the driver's side, my arrangement's a little different. I have the axle. I have the shock plate. I have two springs. Then I have the three spacers and then the crown. Okay. All right. Is this typical? Now, how, how thick is the spacer? Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. On the passenger side, you said there was a spacer below the leaf spring, and on the driver's side, there was not a spacer below the leaf spring, right? With the same number of spacers. How, are they all the same thickness? Was the spacer on the passenger side square or was it tapered? No, it was square. I thought it was okay. tapered at first, but it is square. Okay, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. All they've done is they've moved the spacer from below the spring, above the spring, in order to level the truck. Okay. And that's a, that's a personal preference thing? It's just a visual thing. They right. try, try to level the truck with those. So that doesn't cause me any problems. Okay, uh, so that would, not be, that would not be the cause of the wear. No. Oh, no. 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 Okay. Yeah. So what was the wear again? Left front tire wearing from the inside out with no feathered wear. No feather. Inside, inside. And this truck has got how many miles on it and is what year? Uh, it's an 05 and it's got 1.5. <sighs> okay. Do you think it's the original leaf springs? I believe so. That could be the whole thing. That could be. Springs, uh, okay. Because, because that, would, that would leave it not uh, tow wear. Right. It would, it's possible to get more like a camberware. Well, it looks like a camberware, but if the spring, particularly on the left side, is failing, when you step on the brakes, all of a sudden it twists and it pulls back toward the back of the truck and you can cause excessive wear like that. Mm-hmm. Does the truck handle properly when you step on the brakes or does it kind of want to dive around a little bit? 
when I get on them very hard, it wants to dive around. It'll, it'll jerk it a lot sometimes. And just, yep. Yeah, just loose springs. Okay. Now, I think you answered my question uh, with the last caller. Uh, mm-hmm. Trailer tire wear. Mm-hmm. The, in, the inside dual of all four positions. On the inside half of the tire. Yes. Yes. The outside, That's is not, the outside dual is not showing anywhere. Just the right. Yeah. That's either wheel bearings loose or axle flex because you got the large Hendrickson suspension axle. Yep, one of the two. Okay. Okay. Thank you very All much, right. Jim. You have a good day. Thank you. Awesome. You too. Yeah. Bye-bye. We, we, we need to send that guy a double bill. <laughs> we answered his questions last week. We answered again this week. Two more questions this week. Mm-hmm. Double billing. Right. But what are we billing him for? Who cares? Well, one guy we could have gotten oranges out of because he went to Florida. Oranges? Oranges. I don't like oranges. <laughs> you like oranges? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. yeah like All right. Orange. Well, each to his own. Yeah. All right. We got a 904 area code. 904. 9 it's Kentucky, Florida, Florida. You really are bad today. Ugh. Okay. Let's see if he's still in Florida. The weather's pretty good down there. Well, it, that's like Michigan. You can only go one direction. Yeah, you can't go east, west, or south out of it. So, right. so he's I'm going to say there's a 75% chance he's still there. <laughs> All right. Let's All right. find out. Okay. Hello. Hello, Hello there, guys. Hey, hey, guys. No, I, I am not in Florida. I left there yesterday. He got out. And I'm up here. I'm closer to Michigan than I am Florida right now. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, up here in Ohio. But uh, I got home last week and took my truck up to shop and get some stuff done. And they call me up and tell me Thursday night that I got four U-joints bad and I just had all five and the carrier bearing replaced back uh, last end of May, 1st of June. That doesn't sound and, right. Uh, no, and there was a lot of play in them, so I went up Friday morning, looked at them, and he's shaking it around, and two of them were real bad. And I said, man, there's something wrong. Hmm. So I told him to hang tight because I talked to you before. I said, uh, go ahead and take them out, but we need to find the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because I should be getting more than that out of them, more than eighty, ninety thousand 90,000 miles. So I went up to the local hardware store and got me one of them torpedo levels, the digital one, and mm-hmm. come back and did what you told me before. Three degrees on my front axle, 11 mm-hmm. on the rear. That's uh, uh, I difference. think you had told me 3 and 13. 3 and 13, there should be about 10 degrees difference between them. Were the universals that were giving the problem the ones in between the diffs or the ones in front of the... The ones between the diffs were worn also. They were mm-hmm. they, they were a little loose. But mm-hmm. my loosest one was was uh at the front, uh right right at the front axle. Um mm-hmm. and then the one at the transmission, they were the worst. Okay. So they were another, they were pretty loose. There's another series of measurements that you'd have to do to determine if those angles are right. And and I don't have that in my head. You'd need to have somebody who uh, who has the chart from Dana Corporation or from Meritor that can show you how to to shoot those numbers. But basically, what it is, let's say the rear is at 
the front is at three and let's say the rear is at 13. Okay. That sets the angle for that intermediate drive shaft between the two dips. Then okay. if you zero it on the front dip at three and then you measure it on the next drive shaft, it's right in front of it. If they're both three, that's wrong. Okay. You should be about okay. one and a half degrees off. Okay. So if, so, so if I put the level on the drive, take it off the axle, and if I've got three there, put it on the drive shaft, the one from right. the carrier bearing to the front diff, right. it should be about a one and a half degree difference. Yes, because that puts a slight angle in your universal joint, which puts the payload on it, which gives it its life. If it's straight through, there's no payload, it rattles it to self breath. Okay? Yeah. Now, the way you change that angle is by raising or lowering the carrier bearing, which is at the front end of that drive shaft. Now, if you replace carrier bearings and somebody didn't put it at the right height, then you set that drive shaft at the wrong angle. You see what I mean? Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. And how, how about, yeah, is that, could that wear the one at the transmission too? Yes, because if that one's wrong, then your front one's probably wrong too. Because the the drive the transmission didn't change position, the front diff didn't change position. So if the angle's wrong, it has to be the carrier bearing that's too high or too low. Okay. Okay. So we need maybe to shift that up. Right, uh, up or down. Yeah, uh, or down. Okay. It doesn't really matter which, as long as there's preload. Yeah, well, when you okay. get it right, they'll all be right. Okay, okay, because that, uh, yeah, the, the the from the carrier bearing to the front axle was uh, replaced because I had the U joints replaced and they didn't grease one and I lost it on the road and mm-hmm. tore up all kind of stuff. They tore up the crossmember oh, and everything. Yeah, you know, so so they had to replace all that stuff. Um, and they may not have had no shims put back in it when they did that. That could be. That could be. That's where you got to check. Okay? Okay. So I want a one, at least a one and a half degree difference. Okay. Correct. All right. Thank Probably. you, sir. You bet you. Have a good day. Night. Bye. Thanks. Bye. All right. We got one more. Let's get this one more call in. We got two minutes two left. Minutes, one it's call. 989 nine, nine. Nine. New Mexico. Huh? New Mexico. 989? Yeah. Nine eight nine. I, I hate to tell you this, but I can't find a nine eight nine on my list, which means he's calling from Jamaica. We're looking for the Jamaica guy. Mexico. Let's see. All right. Hello, whoever you are. Hello, Jamaica. Hello. Uh, How you doing? Michigan. That's not yep. Jamaica. <laughs> I'm disappointed. <laughs> What's up? Well, I was kind of wondering on the. A slight depth wobble um, that mm-hmm. goes away as you accelerate on new tires mm-hmm. with the counteract. Could it be the beads doing that, or okay? Um, what speed does the vibration start at with well, a wobble? Well, from starts basically from when you take off. You, it don't pull. It just mm-hmm. it just starts Wobble. wobbling, and then and then you drive out of it. You know, probably about at about. 30? An hour. 30, 35, 40, yeah. 35, okay, yeah. Um, when they put the beads in, there's two ways to do it. One is you simply throw a bag in the tire, 
and the bag is supposed to rip and then the, and the material is supposed to spread out. I put some of that stuff in my car tires. I put a lot of less in it, but the bag I put in was too tough to get rip. <laughs> and I had a wobble <laughs> until I took it apart and, oh, well, the bag's not ripped and I ripped it and everything was okay then. So that's one possibility. Um, the other possibility really can't work because if it would be that the tire is out of round, okay? And usually if it's out of round, the faster you go, the worse it gets. It doesn't go away at 35 miles an hour. So my suspicion is that something went wrong with the bag in the tire. There is one other possibility for a wobble at that speed, uh-huh. just as you're starting out. And up to 35. Up to, well, the, the, the question here is, is it the first time that you drive it that day? Or is it it every time? Well, it's definitely worse. Like that, when I first put the new steer tires on, it was like really, really noticeable. And then it, you can almost tell like when the bags broke, you know, mm-hmm. right? And it smoothed out. But it's this has happened a couple times with two different sets of tires. Okay. And, well, but and oh, okay, okay. So this is only a problem that occurs only when you have a new tire. Well, no, it's still doing it. It's, oh, it's still not as it. noticeable, but I was wondering if, if these tires could maybe possibly flat spot from sitting and then mm. you, you drive out of them. It's possible. So what Kevin asked is, does it only do this the first time you drive it during the day, or if you pull into a truck stop or someplace and stop for a while and drive, does it do it again? Or every time you come off away from a stop sign? Not usually every time. It's more likely when the truck sits for a while. I'm not, you know, okay. Not, All right, not, cool. not like first thing in the morning, but like, uh, you know, it'll do it in the morning, and then they like if it sits for an hour or so, it might do it again. What make and model of tire is this? What make and model of truck is uh, it? No, no, it's a tire. All right. It's um, it's the Michelin's. They're uh, sixteen ply. Okay, it's Michelin. That's fine. I'm. I was hoping it was Chinese. I was going to blame them. <laughs> Um, no, I think it's a, is it a Freightliner? Is it an uh, 06? Kenworth, uh, Kenworth. 02 Kenworth. 02. Okay. Um, what Kevin is going for, it is possible, but usually that's an, it's at the transition speed between 45 and 55. What, what Kevin's going for is it's possible that you're accumulating air in your hydraulic system. And it takes you a while to drive to bleed that air back out, and it accumulates in the steering gearbox when you stop. Right. And the, the, thing, the one thing that you've said re- previously that could still make it true in this case, if it, if it doesn't have the pipe coming directly out of the top and directly in the bottom of the, of the pump, is that uh, if it's an, if it's 16 years old, you said it was an 01? 02. 02. If it's that O2. old, there could be a lot of worn parts and a lot of cavitation and a lot of air in that system. But why would it do it with a new tire? Why well, it does it also done it with a new tire. But, the, but that's because of the bag. And we figured that out. And it still does it when it's old. Yeah. It could be power steering. And I'm trying to think of what else it would be that would occur 
when you stop for a while. You stop for a stop sign and take off, it doesn't do it. Right. But you stop for an hour or so, and it does it. That's why I think it's the air developing. Because in the tire, I just don't see anything. I got to buy it. I got to buy it. I, I, I hate it, but I, I got to buy it. I think it's something in the hydraulics. Okay. Yep, never. All right. The only thing is just change the, the change the filter, you know, every once in a while. But I've never changed the pump or anything like that. So I I have somebody, who, and I don't know how to do it, but yeah, you need to have somebody who could check the flow rates, everything in that power steering system, and see what's going on. Yep. Okay. All right. Good luck to you. All right. Thank you. Yep. You bet. Good Bye-bye. luck. Bye. Bye. Okay, folks. It's been a fun time. We got through this. Nobody got mad at us. Um, which isn't too bad deal. No. No? All right. So we'll try this again next week and see if anybody can stump the chumps. (laughs) Have a good day. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.